and mothers across the board, working, not working, overall, all of them believe they are doing a better job as a parent than fathers give themselves credit for. This week on the Hitch Podcast, I am flying solo, but I have a fantastic study to share with you about the work-life balance of parents. And we have a huge change to the Hitch website. Stay tuned. You've heard me talk about the Hitched Wine Club before. Well, it just got better. We have now launched, with our partner, Touring and Tasting, a wine country getaway concierge service for free. So what that means is we can help plan your itinerary, uh, help set up accommodations with recommendations and finding the best rates for you, uh, give you access to wineries that are not open to the general public, uh, complimentary wine tastings, private tours, and more. Even better yet, you don't even have to be a wine club member. But if you want to find out more information, click the Wine Club link on the Hitched homepage. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. So we were supposed to have a couple different guests on this week. Uh, You know, life gets in the way, schedules get in the way, uh, other responsibilities get in the way. And so I'm coming at you solo this week, uh, but I think I have a very interesting topic for you. Uh, a new study came out from the Pew Research Center uh, that talks about time management and parenthood. So I am going to just uh, try to keep this brief. I know I can ramble on sometimes, but I'm going to try to keep this brief and go through like a top 10 uh, findings out of this report. Uh, and if you have comments or questions, uh, hit me up on Twitter, uh, leave a message on uh, Facebook or Google Plus or one of those, and uh, would would love to get into a conversation with you about it. Um, or you, I'm going to post the link to this uh, complete study on the uh, podcast page uh, in the description of this podcast once it's up. So If you're listening to this episode via iTunes or Stitcher, uh, be sure to visit uh, our website, hitchedmag.com, and click on the podcast link if you want to see the full report. I mean, this thing's a monster, so I'm just actually giving you just a couple of the highlights from this thing. Um, But if balancing uh, parenthood and uh, career and family is a struggle for you, uh, I think you will find uh, the results of this study very interesting. Now, uh, before I get into everything today, we made a a pretty substantial change to our website uh, this past week, and I want to just bring it up for just a second here before we get going. Um, So everybody on the online publishing industry is trying to figure this thing out, trying to figure out uh, how to provide you, the reader, listener, with the best content, the most professional content that we can, uh, while still making it a viable business. And a lot of newspapers um, are beginning to erect paywalls. And, you know, I realize we're not a newspaper, but we are a, a publisher providing, um, we hope to you, is a, a good service journalism. Um, and we would like to really expand what we do. 
So rather than put up a paywall, uh, we are really excited because we are now part of a pilot program with Google, and they have these micro-surveys. And what that essentially is, is it's a one to two question survey that will pop up on your screen um, every once in a while, not all the time, um, depending on uh, where you're browsing from and all sorts of stuff. But anyways, it'll pop up every once in a while and you will need to take the survey. It's just two questions, super simple, and that will give you access to our content. Um, and if that, it, by the way, I should mention, it's completely anonymous. They do not collect or create a profile of the, of the questions that you respond to. They take... Um, all the anonymous responses to a particular question and throw it into a, a big pile uh, together. Um, and this is for market research firms who then uh, take that information and you know possibly improve a product or something along those lines. Uh, so for example, uh, it might ask you a simple question of, do you like dark chocolate or white chocolate? So if it's uh, a company doing research for Hershey, they know their next product should be a dark chocolate one as opposed to white chocolate because of the overwhelming response they received. So anyways, that's it. And um, uh, we, you know, like I said, this is a big change for us. Uh, it's it's a, I, I'll be honest, I was a little nervous about it. Uh, but I, so far, it seems to be going well. We haven't had anybody throw up their arms and say this is unreasonable. Um, I think if you have come into contact with this already, you will you know, agree that it is an extremely uh, simple process. Um, and if you are just adamantly opposed to answering a question, totally understand, uh, which is why we have an alternative action that you can take, which would be to share the page via Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and that will also grant you access to the content. So, um, you know, we want to keep everything that we do free. We think that's the best way to reach the most people. Uh, but, um, you know, in the past 100 years, publishers have charged subscription fees, single copy fees, all these things um, to make money and online got away with that and you know companies are slowly trying to implement that and we think this is a nice alternative uh, particularly since um, if you know if you may or may not have heard this in the news but the advertising dollars that uh, websites generate generate are pennies onto the dollar of what uh, traditional print publishers have received so um, if you have comments uh, we'd love to hear them so that's my uh, that's my little spiel about uh, the changes to the website this week. Um, but now let's talk a little bit about uh, modern parenthood. So um, I'm going to go through um, kind of the top ten ish uh, results that I found in this study. Uh, so again, this is from the Pew Research Center, and um, the first thing I want to point out is. The, the discrepancy of parents uh, and genders who say they are doing an excellent or very good job as parents. What's interesting is fathers, just in general, fathers, only 64% only of them say they are doing an excellent or very good job as a parent. Uh, conversely, 73% of mothers uh, believe they are doing an excellent or very good job. And if you are a mother who works, that number jumps to 78%. And if you are a mother who does not work, it's 66%. So I find this really interesting because you now have 
Um, so mothers who are in the workplace believe they're doing a better job than mothers who are not in a workplace. And mothers across the board, working, not working, overall, all of them believe they are doing a better job as a parent than fathers give themselves credit for. And uh, so I guess I pose the question to fathers out there, like, why do you not feel that you are doing an excellent or a very good job as a parent? Um, and if you know the answer to that question, what are you doing about it? Um, and, you know, 78%, that's not bad for mothers who work. But, uh, you know, if we're tossing out grades here, if this is school, um, that's still a, that's like a C plus, um, you know, and I don't think anybody wants to be a C plus parent. So uh, even though it's higher than men, um, why, why aren't uh, more mothers uh, believing that they are doing an excellent or a very good job? Now, I should say, I said that's a C plus, it's, it's a C plus in amount, you know, the, the 78% actually do believe they're doing an A plus job, so... Uh, so that is a very uh, interesting nugget, I think. Um, so that's the first one. Now, one of the other really interesting things that I found with this study was the uh, the change in the um, the work life balance. Uh, so they showed numbers going back into the 60s uh, where you can imagine um, fathers worked way more, did like pretty much very little, if any at all, child care, uh, did very little housework. Um, and the mothers did little, um, you know, workforce stuff, but handled most of the domestic responsibilities. Today, when you look at the bar graphs, uh, it's, it's starting to even out a little bit. So uh, this is a 2013 study, and uh, mothers who are now uh, doing paid work it, it jumped to 31%. Fathers fell to 42%. So there's still an 11-point uh, difference between the percentage between fathers and mothers who are doing paid work. Um, housework, uh, mothers are at 16%. That's uh, where they spend their time. Uh, fathers are at uh, nine hours. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I've been saying these are percentages. These are actually hours work. So, uh, so fathers are working nine hours of housework a week. Um, mothers are 16 hours. Childcare, mothers are spending 12 hours. Men, fathers are spending seven hours. So... Overall, it's uh, you can see like childcare, men seven hours, women twelve hours, uh, men uh, nine hours of housework, women sixteen hours, paid work, men forty two hours, women thirty one hours. So this actually balances out pretty good. Um, you know, there's still uh, it's still not a fifty fifty split, um, but uh, in terms of hours committed to tackling these responsibilities. Uh, the numbers now show that fathers are, you know, between these three categories are putting in 58 hours per week. Mothers are putting in 59 hours per week. So it's pretty close. And, um, you know, I, I think that's a, I think that's a good trend to see. Um, what's interesting is when you go a little bit deeper into these numbers, um, the percentage of mothers and fathers who say that what they are doing, the balance, is either difficult or not difficult, uh, women, mothers, find it more difficult to uh, do the balancing act of 
work family. So in total, 56% of mothers said that it was difficult for them to balance their responsibilities of their job as well as their family. Uh, now, fathers, um, it's actually a 50-50 split. 50% said it's not difficult. 50% said it was difficult. So in terms of those who thought it was difficult, uh, 6% more women believe that it's difficult to find that right balance. Um, now, another interesting study moving along here, uh, or uh, data out of this study, is um, the amount of moms who want to work full-time. Um, so in 2007, 21% uh, said the ideal situation for them would be to work full-time. So 21% in 2007 said they wanted to work full-time. In 2012, that number jumped to 37%. So 16-point gain um, in that five-year span, which is really interesting. Um, now, the part-time number in 2007 was 60%. Uh, in 2012, that number was 50%. And the percentage of mothers who said the ideal situation for them to not work at all, back in 2007, that was 19%. In 2012, that number dropped to 11%. So it's interesting to me because I wonder if uh, that number dropped because of necessity. So are moms seeing that uh, working is just a fact of life uh, in order to, to scratch out uh, a living today uh, for the family? It, you know, you have to have a dual income household or, um, you know, we know that women are graduating at higher rates of uh, in, in college than men. So maybe they are the ones that have the higher uh, potential of earning income. So that, I think that's an interesting number that the ideal situation for women, uh, the number of wanting to be full-time workers has gone up uh, 16% in the last five years. Um, they, you know, there's some unmarried, specifically unmarried statistics in this study. I, I you know, I'm not really going to get into that. Although, if you are listening to this and you're not married, um, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll put a link up to the full study on our podcast page. Um, now, there are some different things about uh, what fathers believe is the ideal situation for kids. Um, now. The percentage of fathers with kids who say the ideal for children is to have a mother who works uh, in 2012 was uh, fathers believing that their mother should work full-time was 16%. Now, the number of fathers who said the ideal situation for their kids was for their mother to work part-time was 41%. And 37% of fathers uh, thought the ideal situation for their kids was for the mother to not work at all. Um, which is, again, I think that's another really interesting uh, number. And that those numbers, by the way, actually vary uh, from what the general public thinks. So the general public believes uh, the ideal for children is to have uh, 16% believe it's ideal for the children to have a mother who works uh, full-time. 
42% believe uh, part-time is the best situation, and 33% say not at all. Um, now, when you go back and you look at some of the um, back data, um, this is actually different than, um, particularly for the fathers, uh, in terms of um, what they thought was the ideal. Back in back in twenty two thousand nine, fifty four percent of fathers thought um, the ideal situation for kids was for uh, their mother to not work at all, whereas eleven percent. Uh, thought it was okay for them to work full-time or the ideal situation for them to work full-time. Now that has risen to 16% in 2012, remember. Um, so some again, some more really interesting uh, data there. And it makes me curious um, to what your thoughts are on this and what your situation is. And if you feel that you are working the right amount. Are you full time? Are you part time? Are you not working at all? And um, you know, obviously, the situation varies. So some people um, are married to a spouse who has a very high paying career, and it wouldn't really make sense for them to be in the work uh, place for an economic reason. Obviously, there people work for more than just money. Um, I know I do what I do for more than just money. Um, I love what I do. So, um, but it, you know, situations vary. So I'd be curious to hear some firsthand accounts of that. Um, now the last, uh, I know I've been rambling a lot of numbers and spitting a lot of, a lot of stuff out there, but I wanted to, um, close on, on this little, uh, nugget of info here. Now, this one I think is pretty interesting um, because this shows what mothers and fathers want or say is most important to them in a job. So these numbers differ between uh, men and women. Um, so first and foremost, the first thing is job security. 78% of mothers say that job security is extremely important to them. Fathers, it's 80%. So you have a 2% gap between mothers and fathers. Fathers thinking job security is actually a little bit more important than mothers do. Um, a point of enjoying their job. Now, mothers, 74% say that's extremely important to them, whereas 69% of fathers say and having a job that they enjoy is extremely important. Now, this is the biggest... Well, I'm going to get to the biggest one in a second. So um, for the the next one, this is a, a pretty big gap, but it's not the biggest gap between the genders. But having a high-paying job, 30% of mothers said that was extremely important to them. 40% of fathers said having a high-paying job was extremely important to them. So you have 10% of 10% more fathers saying that uh, you know, making the Benjamins is more important than mothers. Um, now, lastly, and this is the biggest gap of the genders, is having a flexible schedule. Now, if you've been um, kept staying in touch with what's going on in the news, you may have seen the report of Mercer Mayer, the uh, the the new CEO of Yahoo shutting down the the uh, telecommuting option for their workers um, at Yahoo, and so there was this big uproar about working from home and not being able to. Um, 
even bigger backlash and uh, was the fact that she as CEO, uh, when she came into the job, she was pregnant, just had a baby. Um, and, you know, about the same time that she told workers they were no longer allowed to work from home, um, she had a nursery installed in her office. So you could see why that would tick off a lot of the employees. Now, saying all that, um, you know, and I have... I have no dog in this fight, but uh, I actually think that Yahoo and Mercer Mayor are, are doing a really great job with the, the changes that they're implementing. Um, you know, sans the uh, the whole work from home thing, and I know they have their own personal reasons for doing that. But uh, if they were to look at this study, they would know that if there are a lot of women working at Yahoo, seventy percent of them say that. Uh, having a flexible schedule is extremely important according to this Pew Research study. Now, for men, that number is 48%. So less than half of men say that a flexible schedule is important, whereas for women, it's almost three out of four. I mean, 70% say that having a flexible schedule is extremely important to them. So if you're an employer listening to this, um, I, you know, pay attention because uh, if you're looking to hire um, more women uh, I, I think you need to make sure that you have um, some sort of flexibility built into whatever the workflow is, if possible, if you're trying to garner, uh, particularly mothers, um, you know, it's not just men and women, it's actually mothers and fathers. So, um, you know, this, again, this is, you know, this doesn't touch to everybody's situation. This doesn't uh, tackle individual uh, responsibilities and things of that nature. Um, but I think it does give a very good insight into the changing um, balance in homes between mother with mothers and fathers and their kids, and particularly the perception that some of them have uh, in terms of are they doing a good job? Are they doing a bad job in terms of what's important to them and what's not as important to them? The thing that always strikes me is, uh, you know, we don't see numbers where if you ask mothers and fathers, are you doing a, a great job of being a parent? Are you doing a great job of balancing all this stuff? Um, you know, you never get overwhelming responsive. Yes, we are. And, you know, we want to we want to provide solutions. So if you guys have some thoughts, some solutions, some ideas on how the work life balance can be fixed, if you have tips on how you balance it and you think you do a great job of it, uh, you know, please let us know. Let share those with us, and we will we will help spread those around. Maybe we'll pull you know gather the best responses and 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 put something together uh for everybody else um because this is a, an ongoing struggle with families um you know as the economy goes up it goes down it goes up it goes down uh you know everybody's trying to figure out the best way um to make it work for them and everybody i you know i'm assuming when you become a parent you want to be the best parent you could possibly be and uh you know if you have tips out there and you think you're doing a pretty good job let us know we would love to share this with others 
Um, so again, if you're interested in the, the full study, I know I spit out a lot of numbers and data and stuff, which is, you know, can become just a mushy, uh, terrible soup in, in the brain sometimes. Uh, it, you know, a lot of this stuff is easier to see when you're looking at charts and you're looking at uh, visual numbers on a screen and little icons and graphics and stuff. So if that's your thing, or if you just want to dig into this deeper, like I said, this thing is pages and pages and pages long. Um, we're going to have a link up on our website, hitchmag.com, and uh, click the podcast link. So um, that is going to do it for us this week. I promise we are going to have uh, some of the regular guests back on uh, beginning next week. Um, again, I apologize for the, the delay of this episode. Um, and before I go, I just want to remind everybody, you have been listening to the Hitch Podcast, and I am the Editor-in-Chief, Steve Cooper. And until next time, thanks, everybody. Before you hit the pause button, you may have noticed we have a new intro and outro theme song there. It is from HB Surround Sound. It is called Top of the World, and it is on their latest album, Get Your Dance On. And you can find that in the iTunes store. Again, the album is Get Your Dance On, the artist HB Surround Sound, and the song Top of the World. Thanks for listening.